This work is what creates your results. Results yeah. or the effect, what comes before that is our actions, behavior, strategies. Ding, ding, ding. All what you got, Leah. Like <laughs> team information, et cetera. It's so valuable, important. Action and strategy and, and behaviors are very, they're valuable. We need them. This is why we hire coaches, masterminds to cut, you know, be more efficient. But what precedes the actions and behaviors and strategies is our state. Welcome to the Managing Made Simple podcast, where I bring a decade of experience working in some of the most influential companies in tech to help you navigate the ins and outs of being a people manager. From conflicts to feedback to delegating and more, we will leave no stone unturned when it comes to what makes us love managing, kind of hate it, and everything in between. Doesn't matter if you're a new manager looking for some tips or a seasoned manager looking to up their game, everyone is welcome to hang out with Managing Made Simple. Let's go. As a team leader or business owner, you're no stranger to wrestling with some of the toughest situations that come up as a manager. But sometimes you need a little bit more support and you don't have the time to spend researching on the internet or taking a bunch of canned trainings. That is why I am so excited to share the Managing Made Simple Hub, your one-stop shop to everything you need to be a great manager. The Hub is an interactive community offering a monthly live Q&A Ask Me Anything call where you can bring up anything that's top of mind. Along with curated resources and tools, monthly challenges, exclusive discounts on my services, and conversations with experts. Best thing is, there's no long-term commitment and you can hop in and out anytime. Sign up today at leahgarvin.com slash hub, and I cannot wait to see you in our next live Q&A session. Welcome back to the show. Today, I am so excited to have Dania Douglas-Hunt with me. Dania is a money mindset coach to six and seven figure entrepreneurs. So she is a mindset performance coach who draws on her experience as a former Olympic athlete, therapist, and strength and conditioning coach to help visionaries, thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and experts get out of their own way, bust through income and impact plateaus, and become unstoppable. If there is a credential to have, Dania has it, all right? From NLP to EFT to Reiki, Dania brings a wide range of tools to help entrepreneurs and athletes reach their goals faster. She coaches in masterminds and has been featured in a number of publications, including MSNBC, NBC, CBS, and more. So Dania and I met a few months ago at one of Chris Harder's business roundtable sessions and immediately hit it off. We both really support business owners and entrepreneurs get unstuck by removing obstacles, getting in their way, shedding limiting beliefs, and Dania focuses more on the mindset side and I focus on the implementation side. And together we were like, ooh, we got a good thing going. And I'll tell you, you know, when it comes to being a team leader or a small business owner or whatever you are listening to this, you know, having to essentially be on all of the time, this is why I was so excited to have Dania on the show because we want talking about how she supports this high performance mindset, how to support leaders really achieving their best, even amidst of all the stuff that's going on, because it's all about when shit gets hard, that's where we have to figure out these tools. So welcome oh, to the yeah, show. Baby. Thank you. Boy, can you like do my intros everywhere? That's really fun. <laughs> Happy <laughs> like, to, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so pumped to be here. I know I also had you on my podcast and that was really impactful for everyone because you're right like you tackle a lot of the strategies and implementation uh, which are so valuable and so needed and then I get to tackle all the gunk that's going to stop you from implementing the strategies or from implementing the wrong strategies so I'm super excited to dive in open book ask me anything let is let's help this audience 
Yes. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, talk to me about, you know, working with entrepreneurs and Olympic athletes, like folks at the top of their game. I mean, let's just go call it. Where do people get most stuck? What do you see happen over and over? Themselves. <laughs> let's be real. You know how to work hard at that level. Hard work's not an issue. And in fact, it's, it's usually a badge of honor people wear. Like, I work hard. Bitch, everyone works hard at that level. It is, it's an unspoken thing. And honestly, usually to the point of burnout for an entrepreneur and or injury for athletes. And so it's inevitable that we have these characteristics and qualities at that top level of high performance. It's just a given. Hard work, strategies, always taking action. So the thing that actually gets in our way at that level, let's go athletes first, is their mind. How can you handle pressure? How do you handle stress? How do you back, bounce back from injury? The actual strategy and action is the easy part. Show mm. up, do the work. Yeah. You got injured, show up, do the rehab plan. I'll tweak your injury plan. And then you just follow it and we adjust it. We look at the data, how's it progressing? And you just follow the plan. The hard part in that is trusting yourself to get back on the field and tackle again after you just came off an ACL surgery. The hard mm. part about that is managing the stress, like, oh my God, am I gonna make on the team? Or if, if shit hits the fan or there's obstacles in your sport, can you keep your mind clear and open and calm amongst the chaos? Can you keep your mind open and calm and focus on the task when stuff is boring, when stuff is tedious? So it is truly managing your mind and your state. And that comes back to just the person behind it. You think of entrepreneur, yo, there's a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot of fun stuff we experience on this journey. I call them plot twists because <laughs> there's actually no problems. There's no failures, there's no mistakes. That language does not exist in the athletes or the entrepreneurs I work with. It does in the beginning, but then we actually see what failures are, what mistakes are, what problems are, and then you begin to recognize, actually, these are an asset for me. These are not a bad thing. And so it's, it's really managing the mind when things are good, in quotations, because nothing's good or bad. Right. Managing the mind and body when shit's hitting the fan, especially, and keeping them really agile and open, because I think we're gonna talk about this later, when you go into fear or stress or pressure, your body is going into fight or flight, which means yeah. my legs are getting stronger and my jaw's getting stronger. That's literally what's happening. <laughs> Run faster, bite hard, and you shut down all the resources you have access to that is gonna help you get out of a situation or see possibilities. So when fight or flight's kicked on, Parasympathetics shut down. So now my creativity, my health, my uh, like restoration, my seeing possibilities, the solutions, intuition, that is literally shut down. The ironic yeah. thing is, how many of us entrepreneurs are in stress, pressure, fear, anxiety at a low level all day, every day? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, if you just knew how much energy you would get back and how your mind would open up, if you learn how to shift that, no matter what's happening around you, you could be solid, rock solid, and actually see these plot twists as exciting and change and a good thing. And I'm talking about every type of situation, business blowing up, partner yeah. leaving, life happening. The more, the easier you're gonna move through things and the more you're gonna actually take and harvest the good and move forward with ease and create results. So it truly comes down to the, how you manage your mind and your body. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I think I've heard so many folks, whether it's entrepreneurs or folks in the corporate world that are operating at a high level, like I work better under pressure. I need that. That gets me the edge. And I see you're shaking your head like, not for long, right? No. Well, yeah. I will tell a point because look, yeah. I, here's on my like type A. I need that edge. I need the anger yeah. and that pressure. I get that. 
that's what you're normally used to, that's your homeostasis. But when you understand what happens at a neurological level and what happens in your, at a body level, you would be like, holy shit, this is actually me only operating at maybe 50% of capacity. Yeah. Imagine when you clear that and you, you, you don't actually have to need that as your edge to move forward. Because really that's coming from a place of lack, scarcity, some beliefs that are going on versus a really open ground in place. So I love... <laughs> When people are like, I'm an alpha, alpha, and I'm hardworking, I'm like, oh great, I already know what's going on. If you're like, I need that pressure, I need the anger, yeah. you're just not able to optimize and tap into all your resources as well as you could or as effective as you could if you don't have that. And I already can hear, yeah, but it gives me my edge. It has up until this point because you don't know another way of operating. You start yeah. to understand a different way of operating, you're like, holy crap. Things that yeah. are possibilities or solutions that are in front of my face always have been there, but I haven't seen them because my brain is shutting down in fight or flight at a low yeah. level all day long. Yeah. And so, I mean, I keep hearing more and more, I think it's now talked about a lot more, the nervous system, right? There's so much change in the certain right now, economic, whatever, like, you know, recession, all the things. And so we're operating in a state of, like you said, low level stress, but maybe kind of medium to high level and we're not really noticing it. Like, oh, yeah. Say more about what is going on in the nervous system. So folks that are really still not sold, like can say, okay, yeah. what's happening inside? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. People are always like, Danny, how does, I call it mindset work. It's just like performance. Yeah. I'm looking at you as a whole person and we're just going to optimize you. So how does this, the inner work, help me create a multi-million dollar business or how does it yeah. optimize my life here's when you let's if you scout back a little bit when you understand that your subconscious mind's primary objective is to survive it's not to thrive so it is constantly mm. all day long looking for threats that's all it's doing now yeah. our nervous system our subconscious mind was developed for archaic times being in the jungle and it's responsible for almost everything we do the one percent the conscious mind which is what creates these programs and buildings around us is what separates us from animals but we have the same wiring and nervous system subconscious mind as animals. The thing is though, it works really freaking good for animals and really shit for us. Because when, for an animal, when there's a threat sensed and their mind brings in the data and says, yo, get your legs strong, run, it turns on when it needs to and it shuts off right away. So real quick, if zebra sees, or zebra's out and it's grazing, and it's like, oh, mind is bringing in data that there's a lion nearby. It's not the actual data, or sorry, the lion that's causing fear within the right. zebra. It's mind of zebra perceiving data, and then mind of zebra saying, yo, legs, get strong, run. Now, let's say the zebra runs and gets away, and it's great, and you go, oh my gosh, zebra, did you see the size of that lion? Couldn't believe it. Zebra would literally go, what lion? Because mm. when it's firing and on, it's, it's on. As soon as the event's over, it's off. We have that same system, except we live in a very sophisticated world. And now for us, a perceived threat, a thought can trigger that same system that's so great for animals, but is not designed for a sophisticated world. So I can have a thought of fear or I can have a thought of worry. And my brain goes, whoop, lion. And like your legs get strong, your jaw gets strong to do something, fight or flight. When that's happening and we know we're in fight or flight, it's really anytime we're experiencing emotional turmoil, we are causing physiological sensations in our body. We recognize that we're in really in simple terms, fight or flight. So when this happens, my brain shuts down to run hard, run fast or bite hard. We don't need those entrepreneurs. Who needs to bite someone hard as an entrepreneur? Like what the F? And so what's happening is as a sympathetic system kicks up, parasympathetic shuts down. Being able to tap into seeing possibilities, seeing creative solutions, tapping into our logic, tapping into restoration, resting, all shuts down. And then a big thing I wanna really emulate here is it's a perceived threat. 
It's not an actual yeah. threat anymore. Yeah. So entrepreneurs who are hiring team members, oh, but you know, it's gonna take me more time and I this control thing, that is causing fight or flight within your body. You going to want to increase your prices on your program something is actually not a threat, but there's a perception that, oh my gosh, if I go type in my keyboard and change the numbers, what are people <laughs> gonna think of me? And oh my God, what if no one buys? Those thoughts are creating fight or flight threat in our body. And our yeah. subconscious mind doesn't see it as like, oh, this is a good thing. When I say to people, oh, you know, I want to make 100K months, you can consciously want something and consciously know it's a good thing for you. But until you get your subconscious mind on board to see that thing that in your mind could be in quotations, good or bad, or in quotations, big or small, until your subconscious mind sees that as safe, it sees it as a threat. So it doesn't matter how much consciously you want something or you know it's good for you, like eating healthier or moving your body. Until you align your subconscious identity, beliefs, and values to see that thing as safe, you will always end up self-sabotaging or going back to your previous results. Mm -hmm. So this work is what creates your results. Results yeah. or the effect, what comes before that is our actions, behavior, strategies. Ding, ding, ding. All of what you got, Leah. Team inflammation, et cetera. It's so valuable important. Action and strategy and, and behaviors are very, they're valuable. We need them. This is why we hire coaches, masterminds to cut, you know, be more efficient. But what precedes the actions and behaviors and strategies is our state. Yes. So state as in how we feel. This can also, people who are into manifestation, law of attraction, whatever, your vibration, your frequency, etc. And an example I want to interject here is because it's, well, I don't just go by my feelings. Look, when you're in a more empowered state, open, you're coming from a place of growth, possibility, excitement, you take very different actions and behaviors, yeah. which gets very different results. When I feel like shit, I'm in scarcity, I'm in fear, I'm in stress, I take very different actions and get very different results. So when you yeah. recognize all of our external right now, our results, the effect, law of cause and effect, actions and behaviors come before that, then precedes that is state. What precedes that is our thoughts, great. So our minds, the beliefs, but then where do our thoughts come from? Our subconscious, which was programmed, which was learned, our identity, our beliefs, the foundation of that, consciousness. So this stuff here is what precedes our results. But most people just get hung up on action, behavior, strategies. Nothing wrong with yeah. that, but where a lot of people make the common mistake is I'm just gonna work harder and when trying to the strategy. And it's coming yeah. from an intention of fear, scarcity, worry, lack. And so then we get that same energy, we get that same kind of result over and over again yeah. in the effect. When yeah. you recognize law of cause and effect, you're the cause of that. And when you right. shift and reprogram and shift that, your results are guaranteed to change. Yeah. But if you're only, you're only doing the last two folks in the last two steps there, welcome to burnout, welcome to being unfulfilled, yeah. welcome to what the frick or plateau or, or emotional yeah. turmoil or stress. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it, it's so, but. <laughs> no, no, I, I love it because when you think about how you interact with your teams then, and I talk a lot about feedback and I mean, if you approach a conversation from a feeling of resentment, you already know how it's going to go, or you're thinking about all the shit other managers have said to you or whatever, and you bring all that in, you don't work through that first. How are you supposed to have an effective conversation with someone? You have to figure out all these things in order to be an effective leader, or you're just going to be running through a tape that, you know, has just been ingrained in your head that you're not even realizing you are. And I think, yeah. you know, with 7% of communication being what's, you know, the words and like 93 being tone and body language and everything else, if we aren't working through this, then we can't lead effectively and, and we can't show up of our teams. And so that's whether you're in the corporate world or small business owner, anything in between, right? So I love this because it's, it's reminding ourselves that if we're not stopping 
tripping and getting a hold of this and we're just on autopilot, which I mean, I think well, a so lot sorry. of times, especially, you know, a lot of folks listening are middle managers. You're getting, you're getting squeezed from both ends. You have to do a lot of individual contributor work. You have a team, you're getting a lot of pressure from your own managers and you're just trying to get by. Well, that vibe really affects the team. And Big so you've time. got to figure out those strategies for not being an operating in the high, <laughs> high alert. Cause people pick that up totally. and then they think, wait, there's something you're not telling me. There's layoffs coming, there's reorgs coming, there's cuts coming, there's this. And actually it might just be because you had some stressful shit at home that you haven't worked on. <laughs> it has nothing to do with work, Totally. but you're putting this forward. So I just love these examples because, you know, really remembering from that biological perspective, that evolutionary perspective, that these aren't, doesn't mean there's something wrong with you that you, no. you know, that you're not a good leader. This happens to all of us. And that's why there's people that help people through this kind of work. Totally. Well, and I love, let's just bring up perception. Yeah. So when we are in low level fight or flight, think of it like, has anyone ever been in a room when there's like AC on? And it's just on the background, you don't notice it, but you do notice it when it shuts off. It's like, yeah. wow, it's actually a lot more quiet. A lot of us have previous events or experiences we've gone through. So AKA, let's say we think of a past event that happened when we're eight, or really we can think of something and then we can still cause a physiological response to our body, stress, shame, yeah. anxiety, whatever. A thought can trigger that, which means your subconscious mind hasn't processed through that previous event and it's still exerting energy at that low level background AC thing towards trying to get you to start or stop something. So now not only are we might be feeling this in our everyday, but your brain is taking energy, siphoning energy to try and get you to do something in the past that's already happened because it hasn't got the message yet that it's over. And so a lot of us are wasting so much energy without even knowing it. Because yeah. again, how, how do we teach these things? But so there's that preoccupation factor. And then there's a the perception factor. How we perceive something or how we define something is our experience of it. So let's say you're giving feedback to your team, right? And someone is making a really weird face. And you might have a belief that, oh my God, maybe I'm not a good leader. Or there's some sort of belief at a subconscious level that this now causes, oh, what is this guy's face doing? Like, why is he looking angry? When in actuality, if I don't clear those beliefs that make me feel my most empowered and my, like, I know who I am kind of thing, and they align with where I'm going, my, my future identity or my goals. If I have a belief and I can have something external cause a reaction within me, that is showing me there's indication of something that hasn't processed through, or there's a belief that might not be serving me that I learned. So now, let's say I'm doing the meeting and someone's making a funny face and I take that personally because again, nothing is in me except for when you give it. But that person in their head's like, I don't know, crap, holding a fart, like don't fart, don't fart. <laughs> or, oh crap, I forgot this thing. And they're not even focusing on you, yes. but your perception of their body language or what they say and the meaning you attach to it can also impact you as a leader. And so, so many of us are attaching very disempowering meanings or interpretations to things that have nothing to do with you, mm. but are rather a mirror and reflection of, hey, if I'm having this thought or this belief, or I'm having this event happen, and it's causing this thought or physiological response, that is a sign we've got to clear that up. Because nine times out of 10, even if someone says to you, you suck, you're the worst boss, you're the worst leader, that still has nothing really to do with you. You can look at it and take some feedback from that. Yeah. But when you realize everything's a projection and everything's a mirror, you can become a way more effective leader because you're not allowing the external to dictate your state and how you're feeling. You're not yeah. allowing any of that to happen. And so then you show up as a much more effective leader for your team and totally. you're able to access and, and lead them in a more effective way. Yeah. And how liberating is that? And oh, I, I yes. talk about this a lot in my book. When you think about the ego and that actually not everyone's thinking about you all the time, 
this is no. the most freeing thing ever. That's like, wait, I'm not the center of the universe. Thank freaking God, because that it would be so overwhelming, so exhausting. And so I think, yes. like you say, I love the framing of using that as, oh, that's a signal. Ooh, I got to work through that. That's going to yeah. be another thing I can release instead of attaching. And I totally. think a lot of the work that you do is really about this non-attachment. We don't have to be bogged down by all these things that we've been carrying for so long and, and how much lighter and free and higher vibration we can feel when we don't have to always be thinking about that. So like you say, the person's, the look on their face or the email that's just, you wrote it three pages and they wrote K period and answering your yeah. questions and you're like, okay, <laughs> thanks for that. You know, and it's yeah. like, you think that person doesn't care about you and they're the worst and, and it's all the stuff it's just stuff we have to work through. And when you look at it that way, like I said, it's, it's not only empowering. Now you have a plan of action. You don't need to feel like stuff's happening to you. You can do, oh, okay. I got to work through that. I really want to be a leader. I really want to work with people. Then I got to work through some of this stuff. Totally. And, and on the other truly, side is freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And then truly to be the, the most effective leader, CEO, business owner, or optimize your results, it starts with you. The buck yeah. stops with you. We're yeah. the only ones that place our own limitations on ourselves, which means, based on the law of polarity, we're also the ones that can free ourselves. And it really starts uncovering what is triggering me, what am I constantly thinking about, what are the thoughts that are going on, and recognizing that we learned all that stuff. Most yeah. of us are so preoccupied with what other people think and fear of failure and what if this and that. That does nothing for you. And so we recognize what's the root of all that, what's causing that, and let's create something different, let's have a different cause. And then the effect of that, like you said, is clarity, freedom, empowerment, leadership, but also yeah. all the energy that's going towards all that shit from the past or whatever yes. is now free to now move forward to help you be a more effective leader. And yeah. here's all the time. Oh, I'm doing good. I know you're doing good, but there's always, and high performers, Olympic athletes, high level entrepreneurs always know they can be doing better. Always yeah. know that they can be more optimized. And that's what they're looking for, especially as they're scaling their teams their businesses. They're like, I don't want to just work harder or have do more things and feel more stressed. There is a way to do more, scale easier, make more impact our income, way easier, way more effective, way more enjoyable, way optimized than what we're currently doing. Yeah. And so I don't it's know about you, edge, but like, right? <laughs> yeah. It 100% is. And so people will come to me for, okay, I'm in my drama. I got some shit clear up. And also people come to me for where are my blind spots? What am I not seeing? Yeah. Help challenge my thinking, hold me accountable, push me further. Cause they recognize yeah. at that level, it is about tweaking and refining and fine tuning things. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I mean, I think one thing you and I have talked about in our conversations is like this, the identity stuff, you know, you come into, you become an entrepreneur, maybe a leader, a manager, an executive, because you have all these, you know, you want the freedom, you want to be a leader, you want to make impact, like you said. And then when stuff kind of stabilizes, you're like, well, I'm working 80 and 90 hours a week. I'm always stressed. I never see my family. I'm never traveling. And well, how's that see, working out for you? As this they life say? of freedom. Yeah. Right? It's like a freedom. I just created a trap for myself and I can't yeah. take myself out of it. You're like, exactly. oh God. So yeah. how, when you get to that point and you realize, okay, I have created, I've either created the same corporate rat races I had when I'm an entrepreneur or, or worse usually it's way worse. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't take time off because I control. Like, yeah. yeah. It, it, what do you do when you get and you're like, I want to get out of this. I recognize it. I'm ready. Boom. What do I do? You're going to hate me answering every <laughs> hardworking is going to hit me answer. You got to start getting to know you. You have to create white space to start questioning things yeah. and have the courage to question things. So yeah. it is giving yourself, I did a podcast some earlier and we were talking about creating five minutes of white space. She has kids. She's got multiple businesses. She's like, how do you do this? I'm like, you're telling me if you want different results, what got you here is not going to get you there. So if we want change, we need to create space to actually evaluate what the heck's going on. 
And then from that, though, it was like, well, I can't create five minutes of space. And I just was like, well, what's preventing me from evaluating or creating five minutes white space? And so we start going down the rabbit hole with her and she's like, it comes back this massive fear of failure. If I don't have a business, then I can't provide for my kids because they can't go to college. And, da, 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 da. and so recognizing that most of our actions, strategies, behaviors are coming from a place of things that we've learned and not have, have not chosen. For most of us, it's about self-worth, which we don't walk around saying I'm not worthy or a fear of failure or trying to avoid something. And so having the courage to question and give yourself space to question, do I even, is this what I even want? Do I even want this? Yeah. Is there a different way of actually doing that? That's the first step to have awareness of what has created these results. And is this actually what this is from me or what I think I should do? An example of this from my own experience was being an Olympic therapist, tens of thousands of dollars, degree, a hard degree, passing board exams, got my dream career out of the gate. And I was just going through what I thought I should do. I was good at it. Da, da, da. And I just kept going through emotions until I started questioning, do I want this lifestyle? Do I want to travel the world and work 18, 20 hours a day? I love the athletes, but the environments, you know, I'm like, hmm. And so I just started questioning and giving myself space to question, having courage. And then answers will come through. We actually all know what we want, like what's holding <laughs> us up at two in the morning or like, oh, you know, I wish this. We truly know what we want, but we don't actually give ourselves space or courage to ask. And then you get the answers and it's like, what do you do with the answers? Like, well, great. I actually hate this business and I want to burn it down or do something different or pivot the way I'm doing something. And then it's a matter of getting support around helping that actually understanding what's driving that, the beliefs, yeah. identity, et cetera. And also then getting support around potentially causing that change. Yeah. So for me, yeah. leaving and pivoting my Olympic career to doing what I'm doing now in quotations, a safe, stable career, because yo, safety is an illusion. You create that. That is built from within you. If anything external is creating your safety, what happens when it gets taken away? Yeah. COVID was a prime example of that. A lot of people lost their jobs. So it's just questioning, what am I doing this for? What's the intention behind this action? Is this what I want or I think I just should be doing? Yeah. And obviously there's lots of ways we do this and you have support to help you navigate through that. But it's funny, people will come to me and they're like, okay, I want more money, great. And we end up pivoting everything because you built something based on old beliefs and things you don't even want just because you thought you should. And that's okay. Recognize you only have one life. Do you want to be really doing something you hate or is miserable or causing you stress? And we evaluate, is there a different way we can look at this, different way of operating or being? Like we don't just burn the boats. There's ways we can navigate through this, but truly space, awareness, start questioning, get in touch with yourself, and then have the courage to take action on what answers come through. Yes. Wow. I love it so much. And across the different kind of tools and modalities you use, and I know there's many that you're familiar with, like, what is your go-to? Where would somebody kind of, where would you start somebody off? So a big thing for me is helping someone understand how their mind works. Not on the level I know how it works, but when you understand the why, it makes the how a lot easier. It also provides a lot of clarity and perspective shifting already. There's nothing wrong with you. This is just shit that we've yes. uncovered. So it is a lot of just coaching and conversations, yeah. but my favorite tool, and this is what I'm studying a lot more of more recently, is RRT, Rapid Resolution Therapy. It is so effective, it's enjoyable, it's light, it's easy. It's not about you reliving your trauma or having this whole history of, tell me about your mom, this, that, it's none of that crap. It is subconscious programming in a whole nother level, and I love it. So it's it's like, NLP mixed with hypnotherapy, mixed with storytelling and metaphors, mixed with just multi-level communication. But it's literally like you and I having a conversation like this. Things change. Something that used to cause you terminal is indifferent now. So it's a little bit of teaching, understanding the why. Like driving a car, you should know how to put gas and yeah. the brake and gas pedal, that kind of level. And then we create the shifts at the transformation, like subconscious level. So that way your, your subconscious mind's on board with your conscious mind and you're no longer causing resistance towards your desires. 
Oh my God. That sounds amazing. That's fine. <laughs> like, it's so fun. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, super fun. I mean, while we're on that topic, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'd love for you to share something you're working on that you're excited to share with our yeah. listeners. Yes. Well, so primarily I do one-to-one, but what I'm really excited is I've heard from enough people, from clients, from other masterminds, just what is almost a gap, what they wish was created. So yeah, I'm finally putting together my own high-level small group. I'm going to call it a hybrid mastermind. It is, I don't know the exact name for it right now. I want to call it the paradigm shift. The name doesn't freaking matter, but it is really a high level container for those entrepreneurs who've reached a certain level of success who are, yo, things are good, but I want to optimize and be better. So not only do I get to come coach and do subconscious transformational work, but then you get the, the community. We're talking intimate. Then you get the collaboration, the masterminding, the events where I get to run those two and we really do deep work, travel, have fun. So that's what's new that's coming up on my radar in terms of different offerings. There's other things too that are easy accessible for people who are like, well, I don't know if I want that, but what else can I do? Like low level, not low level, but free workshops or lower ticket programs. But that's what I'm really excited about building out. And that's currently like happening right now. So yes, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I know another big thing that you work with folks on, and that's in part of that is, is money mindset, right? And releasing mm-hmm. some of these money mindset. Primarily. Yeah. 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 So I do have a free money mindset workshop, but it's funny because as entrepreneurs in this 3D world, we want more money. And I know from impact people are like, I don't want more money. It's about the, it's about helping people. Look, I get that. I'm all about that too. But money is just a reflection of how much impact you've made. And we can't pay our bills or hire a team or hire resources with hugs and kisses. You need impact and money. And the more money that good people have, the more change and impact they create. So mm-hmm. we come in and deal with money for sure. But it's funny because money mindset blocks have nothing to do with money. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. It doesn't. But yeah. those people who are like, yo, I've hit the same plateau over and over again. It's like, how do I bust through that? So they come in and, we, and of course we clear money blocks because if we have a struggle receiving we have a struggle, there's a fear of losing it. And then we get it. Now we're like, crap, there's a fear. It's going to, you know, it's not going to happen again. All of our beliefs and thoughts about money, self-worth, receiving, spending, what people are going to think of me, girl, if we don't clear that up, (laughs) you will never reach level income and impact you want with ease. Cause you're always going to go back down to where your subconscious level is programmed to. So until we reprogram your identity, your beliefs around money, you can work harder and you might get blips of success, blips of change, but it's going to come at a cost to you, your energy, your relationships, et cetera, versus just reprogramming how we see things, how our mind perceives stuff, the subconscious stuff getting in the way, and we can do it much more easier and effectively. Yes. I love that. Well, I will include the link to the workshop in the show notes. I took the workshop. It's freaking awesome. So You took like, it? Yeah. <laughs> I need to record it and like make it short because I'm like, okay. The first bit is getting awareness and asking questions and already yeah. can create shifts. The second half is going more through some RRT stuff, just yeah. some tools to start shifting that subconscious. So I'm going to record it to make it a little bit more efficient, but yeah. Oh my God, fun. Tell me yeah. <laughs> after you can tell me what you thought of it. Be like, Anyways. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely include it. And also your I guess, share, how else should folks get in touch with you? Website, Instagram, what's the best ways? It's just my name, danieldouglashunt.com, danieldouglashunt on Instagram. And no, Douglas is not my middle name. It's my last name. Just like, <laughs> everyone's like, why do you put your middle name on things? I don't. It's a double barrel <laughs> last name. Like, like, like the I don't do my middle name. <laughs> yeah. So just Daniel Douglas Hunt really anywhere. Um, and it's my intention just to create, you know, more resources for easy accessibility to like, we no longer have to suffer. We don't have to stay stuck. We don't have to stay plateaued. We don't have to settle. So if I can create a shift in one entrepreneur's life, the ripple effect it creates in their lives, their family, their business, their team, the world, it's 
fucking exponential. So Love I just want to help people get out of their own way and play bigger. And it's it's so much fun to watch yes. lives change. So that's yeah, so maybe. amazing. Oh, my so, podcast too. My podcast yes. is called Play Bigger. If you want play bigger. that as well. Yes. Um, yeah, it's fun. Yes. Well, I mean, you kind of left us with a mic drop, but anything that you want to leave our listeners with before we wrap? Yeah, I think just recognizing that things can change and you don't have to settle any aspect of your life. Whatever you have as a desire and whatever you want is absolutely possible. We just might have to shift our way of thinking and uh, being in order to get that. So for those of us that's like, oh, I want this, but, or, you know, I want the family and the travel, whatever, whatever you want, you can absolutely create, just not with our current level of thinking and programming. Shift that. Again, the results and effect change, but it first starts with you and recognizing what is running the show right now. Is this serving me? Is it useful for me? If not, it can absolutely change. Feeling emotional turmoil, feeling triggered does no longer has to be like, just accept it, it's normal. It's normal, but it's not optimal. So let's now make it optimal and scale your business, your life, your income and impact. Yes, ah, I love it. Well, let's close there. I will include links to all your stuff in the show notes. And thank you so much. Such a fun conversation. So excited to have you in my life and to keep learning from me. This has been so amazing. Thanks so much for having me. Bye. That's all I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Managing Made Simple podcast, where my goal is to demystify the job of people management so that together we can make the workplace somewhere everyone can thrive. I always love to hear from you, so please reach out at leahgarvin.com or message me on LinkedIn. See you next time.